Welcome to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly. Yeah, I sleep with my blanket. Come for me. Whatever. So my Aunt Madeline made it. What, do you hate her? What? <laughs> and Liz. The way I gasped when the mother crawled up the window into her adult son's home to hold him. Where's the wife? Where He has a daughter. Where's the wife? There's a lot of unanswered <laughs> questions there as well. Your mom time off starts now. Welcome back to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz. Happy Tuesday, everybody. We have so much to talk about today. I know. Due to our recording schedule, we're like recording <laughs> differently than we normally do, which means it's been like three days since we last recorded, and I feel like our dumps are huge today. Well, it's so funny because, yeah, I was in Detroit, so we weren't able to pump out two episodes on our typical Tuesday recording because, you know, I had to catch another flight. Apple bottom make you want to bite. And I just have a good night. Hold up. Okay. <laughs> and... I keep picking up the phone to call Liz and she keeps calling me and we're like, let's save it for the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> we went on like one tangent and I was like, stop, write it on our reminders app and we'll we'll finish after this. So I'm like dying. I'm just like dying to get into it. There's so many things I'm excited about, but let's give a roadmap. Okay. So we're going to start with our millennial word and then we're going to move into our massive dumps. And, and like, that's it. Like maybe, maybe like an advice. No, probably not. And then I do have a lot of industry news because we have to talk all about the strike. And I've I been know, reading up strikey on it. <laughs> I have been reading up on it and I it's hot gas. Um, and then I have a ditch the drive through that I'm feeling very passionate about. Okay, well, I say let's get right into it with our millennial word of the day where we learn Gen Z slang so we can be less, less lame. lame. And today's word is pog champ. What? Pog champ? Pog champ. Pog. So it's it's a champion of pog. Is that am I re- I, I don't I, I don't Kelly, I, I'm looking at the definition and I'm still just as confused as you. Can you use it in a sentence? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Um, it is a, do you know what Twitch is? No. I loosely, I don't really know what Twitch is either, but it's like another like social media app. Um, I, I, I don't know how to use it. In a okay. Well, do you want to choose a different word? Do you no. even, do you know the definition? champ is a gamer's expression for excitement. Expanding the use of the word pog champ emote to the word pog champ and its variants pog and poggers to describe particularly awesome moments. Okay, so it's like a gamer thing. Yeah, so it's like, oh, pog champ, that's cool. Like you're excited. So here's how I found it. Are the gamers saying this or are the Gen Z saying Here's how that? I found it. I was watching uh reel. And you know how those people like randomly interview strangers like on a beach? Yeah. It was just like they were they were Gen Zers and he asked if she like had a boyfriend or something and she was like, No, I'm single and he goes, oh, Pog Champ. And so then I had to look up what Pog Champ meant and he was like excited to find out this cute girl didn't have a boyfriend. Okay. So it means like it's like you're excited. Well, I'm Pog Champed for this. I, I am Pog Champ for this episode as well. I don't know, man. <laughs> okay, let's move into our dumps. Really, you're just excited to talk about one thing, and that is this Roman Empire trend. Has it made it to Instagram Reels? Yes, I'm getting DMs left and right about it because in the same week that it came out, I said on our episode that when I am... Tr- yes. That I, I asked Maddie, you know, what what was the fall of the Roman Empire? Because I knew it would be a good conversation starter for him. And now this trend has been going around... Did you start the trend? 
No, I don't think so. But but, but let's think about I this. I wish I would have. No, but you, how do you know? Because maybe someone took your basic, basically marriage advice yeah. and was like, and hey, what about the Roman Empire? And then someone, her husband was like, you know, I think about this weekly. And then she went on TikTok. I think you started it. Okay, so maybe I started it. Someone checked the receipts, but I think Elizabeth started it. So the idea is that you ask your husband or your partner how often they think about the Roman Empire. And more often than not, men are like weekly, daily, all the time. And I haven't even thought, I t- let me be clear, I took Latin for four years in high school, haven't thought about it since then. Yeah. So Except I, when I'm around your husband. Yeah. So I asked Maddie and I said, how often do you think about the Roman Empire? And he was daily for sure <laughs> which i knew was gonna be the answer <laughs> what i didn't know is he was gonna follow follow up with a you don't <laughs> like no <laughs> he's like oh, what do you think about <laughs> so he thinks about it daily there was also a trend going on before this where you ask the same man in your life if he thinks he could ran- land a plane like a commercial southwest flight could he land the plane if he needed to and more times than not the man for whatever reason, we'll say yes. Maddie also believes he could land a plane. I believe Maddie could land a plane. I would trust Maddie over mo- most men that I know to land land a plane. Yeah. For sure. I mean, but that, those are the questions. So go ask your husband tonight, A, if he thinks he could land a 737, and B, how often he thinks about the Roman Empire. So Kelly has not asked Tyler either one of these no, questions. No, and I've been like, I feel like I've been like keeping things from him because it's like, because I was, I told her, I said, we were going to talk about this on the pod. You cannot ask Tyler. We're going to get his live reaction. So I'm going to call Tyler. Hopefully he's in a good mood because I did leave him home with three kids <laughs> yeah. to come record this. So we'll see. Hey, um, we're recording for the podcast, and I wanted to ask you a quick question for the podcast, okay? Okay. First question is, do you think you could land a Boeing 737 plane? Yes. Really? Yeah. Like, without without a question? Huh? I think you probably could, too. I think you could. I mean, how hard could it be? I don't know. I I get that we may, like, it may not be a soft landing, but I think... You know, I could definitely land it. Okay. Like everyone surviving? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, how often... This is so random, but it's just... We're talking about this thing. How often do you think about the Roman Empire? I've already seen this. <laughs> I, I don't think about the Roman Empire, but I think about the fall of civilizations way too much. Like how often? Like daily? I don't know. Not daily. Probably every three days. <laughs> two or three times. So not not the Roman Empire specifically, but sometimes. Oh, yeah. Just like, yeah. The thing with the Roman Empire is the Roman Empire is the best example. That's why people, that's why when you get down that rabbit hole, it always ends up being the Roman Empire. Okay. Because it's a great example and the Aztecs is another one. Yeah, well, this isn't really a podcast where we talk about this kind of stuff. So we're going to let you go. We just kind of we got everything we had yeah. out of you. We just needed an answer, not. Bye. Bye. Oh gosh, maybe don't ask your husband because you want to go on a freaking history lesson. Depends on how deep you want to go. Um, I'm so mad he already saw the trend. I know me too. Okay, are you ready for the female version? <laughs> yeah. So then. Did you just see this or did it get you thinking what the female version was? I have been thinking about the female version a lot. 
So what is the female version? But nothing of came to me. The Roman Empire, and you saw a TikTok that said That's what it correct. is. Okay, so I want to try and guess it. Okay. So how often do you personally think about it? Me, once a week. Okay. <laughs> and does it have to do with history? Yes. Okay. Can I give you a clue? Yes, please. it's a person. It's one. <laughs> it's one person. And what time time period? Ooh, let me Google. <laughs> okay let me google it you think about this one person <laughs> once a week like really probably more oh 18 1880 to 1968 <laughs> 1880 to 1968 mm-hmm. that doesn't help me um give me another hint um okay it's a woman <laughs> okay she's an author um jane austen no do you think I do you think I think about Jane Austen? No, I don't. Um she defied odds by becoming an author. <laughs> defied odds by becoming an I have no idea. Because like she can't she's disabled. She shouldn't be able to Oh Helen Keller. <laughs> you think about Helen Keller? I don't think about Helen Keller ever. Oh, the way she pops in my head. Because it's just like, how did she do it? What an inspiration. How did she do it? You don't think about Helen Keller a lot? Uh, no. <laughs> no. I think so. Here, here, this girl gave a list, but okay. Helen Keller is one that spoke to me. Helen Keller, I get it. Um, the Six Wives of Henry VIII. <laughs> I think about them only because I will see the, that musical, The Six, pop up on my. I think about them a lot. Um, and then Greek mythology, which I never think about Greek mythology. Those are the three. I don't really think about. Well, it has to be a history thing. Well, you want to know what the history thing I think about? What? Jesus Christ, our Lord, our Savior times, because I read the Bible all the time. No, same, Elizabeth. But like, that's, 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 the, that's the only part of history I really will, like, marinate on. Okay, well, great. You're better than the rest no, of us. Like, no, is that what you want to hear? No, I, that's not at all what I want to hear. I'm just saying, I don't really think. It's like I either think about jesus or like britney spears time like or like the 2000s no i the way when that girl said helen keller i was in the comments were like yeah i mean i will think about helen keller every now and then but not weekly but like when sure not weekly but like monthly if it comes up (laughs) i don't know i just think we should be thinking about her more well have they made a movie of her life like what i mean i really don't even know a lot there's about a her. lot of things i feel like i don't know about and i think some down. of it's like not I've, i could would imagine there's got to be some i feel like i haven't always heard the best things like didn't she like i don't know i'm not going to speak out of i need to obviously be doing research if she's going to be coming across my mind so often yeah um yeah i can't believe like she, <laughs> you think about her once a week and you never thought she like a google search before well i just i know isn't that weird yeah that is weird. Why haven't I done that? Okay, you guys. Sorry, I'm exposing myself. I'm just trying to like, whatever. Anyway, what I don't she... know. what. I don't think she was born blind. Let's Panda. just read a little bit about it. Helen Keller was an American author. <laughs> Did you just have that pulled up? <laughs> oh, yeah, because you were giving me it. Okay. <laughs> um, she was born in Alabama and lost her sight and hearing after a bout of illness when she was 19 months old. Oh, see, I thought it was older because I was like, at least you kind of learned. She then communicated primarily using home signs until the age of seven when she met her first teacher and lifelong companion, Anne Sullivan. Sullivan taught Keller the language, including reading and writing. 
After an education at both specialist and mainstream schools, Keller attended Radcliffe University of Harvard College and became the first first deafblind person in the United States to earn a Bachelor of Arts degree. Here's what she looks like. Do you know what Helen Keller looks like? <laughs> I don't know. I guess not. No, it's not what I was imagining. Um, Helen. Yeah. Helen Keller. Helen Keller. What else is she up to? She was named one of the Times Magazine's 100 Most Important People of the 20th Century. She worked for the American Foundation of the Blind. I should read one of her books. She wrote 14 books. Uh, New book club book. (laughs) Helen Keller. (laughs) Helen Keller's latest. (laughs) The Story of My Life. She wrote an autobiography, The Story of My Life, in in 1903. I I feel like that would clear up a lot of the questions we have. (laughs) Maybe we should read it. I, I guess it's on like on Goodreads. Like, does it have any reviews? Let me check in on Amazon. The story is just called the story of my life. Not like the best title. Like, well, it, I mean, just I mean, well, if you know it's about Helen Keller, it's a good title because it's like the story of her. Like, I'm, I'm no, dying but to I just more, don't but. think it's. I just don't think. Oh, it's got four point six. It's only five bucks on Amazon. So who gets paid for this? If I buy this, um, I guess whoever was like in her estate. I'm sure the royalties carry on it's only 80 pages reading okay, ages. Well, she, wrote, she wrote 14 books Kyle. reading ages 11 and up okay you need to you need <laughs> to do this at a later date at your next thinking session about her because i don't now i'm definitely gonna think about her all the time okay anyway what else do we have to talk about okay let me see oh well you wrote down here speaking of reading children's books depressing for no reason children listen throw that book out say, throw that book. no one reads that are book. depressing for no reason it didn't start with that book it didn't start with the book what is it called um i like you i love you or i love you i like you as long as you love my baby you'll be it's my just baby you'll be. it's disgusting you it don't need to be putting that into your head on a freaking also, tuesday so i read that to james i knew i remember it being sad but i didn't remember how sad it was gonna be oh, and disgusting like the mom literally dies no it's in her son's arm she she dies at the end and then he just goes home and picks up his daughter weird someone else dm me saying hey what about like the um issues it has with you know um (laughs) space what is the word i'm trying to say um boundaries because the the way i gasped when the mother crawled up the window into her adult son's home to hold him where's the wife where he has a daughter where's the wife there's a lot of unanswered <laughs> questions there as well. Anyway, depressing for no reason. No, that's that's a not disgusting. The one, that's book. not the one I started with. There was this other one about like bears, and it was like I love, I'll love you forever. Yeah. And it was just like how the baby grows up, the bear cub grows up, eventually doesn't need his mom, forgets that she's there, and like goes on to like live his life. Why are children's books depressing for no reason? Um, I'm not sure. I don't think babies. Disney movies are depressing for no reason. Like, have you ever seen Finding Nemo? The Finding first, Nemo still gets like got, first first few minutes, mom dies and then son g- goes away and like what? Then he's all alone. It's horrible. It's horrible. He's literally kidnapped. I don't have the mental capacity as an adult for these kinds of things. I don't know what lessons we're trying to teach children about. Like my my son does not need to hear bedtime stories. Like one day I'm gonna die. Well, it's just like yeah, we don't need to go there. No, no, no. So, still going out before bed. Not this is not. The I'm time. trying to go to bed. Now you're going to only live through the whole not night. Not the time nor the place. So children's books are depressing for no reason, and I don't get it, and I don't want to stand for it. Okay. So, um, okay, I wanted to give a little Detroit recap. Oh yeah, I guess we could have started with that. Well, no, no, it's okay. I went to Detroit. 
Um, it was an iconic trip. I went with Sydney because, you know, Elizabeth has a baby. And... Oh, your baby's crying. His dad will get him. Um, Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> so how blessed am I that I have not one sister who can edit videos and record, but two. Yeah, I know. You're so lucky to have us. No, I really am. And like not to make it all deep and sad and depressing like a children's book, but that's yeah. where I'm just like, is Hattie going to be okay? Not having a sister? Well, she might have a I don't know. I don't want, I'm not getting into that right now. But like, she's not going to have four. Or three. Yeah. Kel, the answer is I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> because would I, I wouldn't would be, I be okay without my sisters? No. No, but I would be unwell. But Hattie's built different. Does that's, Hattie even want a sister? That's true. I don't know. She's a little difficult. So I don't know. Um, anyway, when with Sydney. Sydney is fun to travel with, but she's also not fun to travel with. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> Because she likes things so particularly her way in the sense that then you can learn a lot from her. Like she really likes nice things, things done in a certain way. So you can appreciate and take things from her her until you have to do it all with her and she won't budge. No. And this was like the perfect example. So on our way there, um, I guess when I had like put in, because when you like get invited to these events, then they like send you all this information to fill out and you say like, where, what what's your requested plane seat? So I always say aisle because I just... You know, mm-hmm. aisle seat's the best seat. You agree, right? Yeah, I would do aisle. So I guess I put aisle for me and Sydney. So on our way there, there was no one sitting next to me. And mm-hmm. I assumed, I was like, oh, come sit with me. <laughs> and she said, no. <laughs> there was no one else in the row? No, there was someone on the window seat. Oh, but there's no one. No, but like you'd come sit next to me. Well, I would say, okay, move over to the middle seat. I'll sit in the aisle next to you. And you would say, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, but like she didn't want to do that. She wanted to sit on her own, uh-huh. do her own thing. Uh-huh. Sydney, I think, would be okay with that. <laughs> Sydney's kind of giving Hattie. Um, so anyway, we get there. We get picked up by this like GMC Sierra because I love, I have like a really good contact. I think she listens to the podcast too, actually. I have a really good GM contact. Mm-hmm. And she's like, hey, if you come, like if, if I go to Detroit, she keeps me booked and busy. Because she knows, like, if I'm going to leave my kids, like, let's do all the things. Which is so great because sometimes we will travel for one car and be like, we came all this way and got only got content on one car. So she arranged for us to get picked up by a GMC Sierra truck, which I know, like, seems random. But first of all, love trucks as mom cars Mm -hmm. and family cars. And it had the Super Cruise. So we had so it was like a perfect time for me to try that literally from the airport to the hotel. Yeah, perfect. But it was perfect. Perfect Got got a reel. The reel's blowing up. It's actually blown up on TikTok, too. So that was pretty exciting for me. Yeah. Um, anyway, then we got to the hotel, did the things. I'm not going to give you a full recap because I did like a little story. Went out to dinner. Dinner was your wreck. It was so ridiculously expensive. Felt like a personal attack. It I will, be coming, no, out, it will no, be coming out of your check this month. I have no idea. You don't get to blame. Sorry, I sent you to a super nice restaurant. You don't get to blame me for I this. Haven't. You're acting like you are a victim. I sent you to a nice restaurant because I remember going. I used to work at another company prior to the car mom and I worked I would go to business trips in Detroit. We had a client meeting at this restaurant and I left that restaurant saying that was the best meal I've ever had. Company paid for it. I didn't know how much it cost. This was also in 2018 before prices have skyrocketed. Yeah. So I had I knew it was a nice place. I did not know the entrees were going to be that expensive. It was fantastic and it's swanky and it's cute. It and was, you're acting like I am no, no, no. the worst. No, I'm not. I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm, I'm not acting like that. You're, you're not the worst. It was one of those things like prices weren't on the menu online. We didn't think we didn't think much of it. Mm-hmm. 
There, I, what, what did I te- text you the cheapest entree was? Like $60. Like $60. Sydney and I split an entree. Yeah, but looked great. Looked like splitting was the right call. Um, Yes, because we got $18 Brussels sprouts as well. So yeah, it was good. Yeah. It was good. I wouldn't go back. Okay, so then we went to go see the new GMC Acadia, mm-hmm. which was probably one of my most anticipated cars of the of the next two years mainly because well mainly because it was more than just a redesign in the sense of like from from an aesthetic standpoint like even the traverse don't get me wrong the traverse they did a ton to it i love the traverse Mm -hmm. but the acadia like they made so much different like now Mm -hmm. it's so much bigger than what it was Yeah, you said the trunk was like 80 percent bigger than it used to be 80 percent bigger that's that's substantial crazy crazy so i was very excited it did not disappoint I think it's a really, really good car. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, you know, when I'm thinking about like the Acadia Traverse, it's like, who are they really competing with? Like in the midsize market. If I was a Palisade Telluride, I'm shaking in my boots. Mm. I'm shaking in my boots. Yeah. And I love all four. I love all four of those cars. Yeah. But I think and I think all four of them are great. And I think they all work very well for like those types of families mean like families who don't need a bench seat mm-hmm. and who can do the midsize market and, mm-hmm. and and want a lot of space you know to me like the pilot and atlas i also love those cars but i love like the bench seats of those cars and like those are like for maybe a lot of car seats in mm-hmm. trying to the the atlas and pilot are for like a lot of car seats in that midsize category but with those four that i mentioned like not having the bench in the highest trim they smack for like two kids or older kids yeah though. like mm-hmm. wow yeah. or three kids i mean it just depends on much space you want but for so long you know like you would get in the hyundai and the kia and they were so upgraded and felt so mm-hmm. nice and luxury and then you would get in the gm products and it was yeah. like oh my gosh like guys come on like mm-hmm. let's take up the, let's take this interior up a notch and now they have the tech's great and people love american cars so what do, do you know when it's gonna be on the market they said spring of 24 which is next year. Yeah. The spring. Yeah. Um, and then everyone in my DMs is like, Traverse versus Acadia, which one do you like better? And again, it's so giving like Palisade Telluride. Like it's same yeah. thing. It's like, which one do you like better? Yeah. I do think I like the... So, and I haven't driven one and I've spent literally less than an hour with each car. So don't mm-hmm. like hold my feet to the fire. I could very well change my mind. Yeah. But I think first impression, I like the looks of the Traverse a little bit better. Okay. But I mean, I'm I'm more impressed with the Acadia redesign just because they did so much to it. But like, if I had to pick one of those cars, I probably would pick the Traverse. But maybe not. I don't know. What do yeah, you think? I don't. I don't know. I would. I have not seen either one in person, so I would have to. Yeah. See, but I mean, I also think the Acadia was beautiful because it was blue and it was under the auto well, show like, lights. And it was the Denali trim. Like, I just think that I'm. It's not. I'm not really it's not really a fair do you comparison. think they made it blue on purpose no i don't i think blue is a trending color no but is it a trending color because no i think it's just a trending color yeah i think you're right yeah but yeah i'm um it was my first time at the detroit auto show yeah it was fine it was kind of lame oh and it wasn't like a karma auto show no the karma auto show was i heard they didn't even have spider-man there no can you believe that you call yourself an auto show mm tough it really was um, like i mean after going to one i'm like oh gosh like why would you come here when you could come to ours you want to walk all the way around an event center and they didn't have a honda odyssey yeah what are you supposed to do with that well that's what i'm saying didn't have a honda odyssey oh and guess what they had the rain and chevy traverse there but it was locked and you weren't allowed in it 
What? And Why? then I was like, she was our supposed to be was our supposed to be locked at the auto show. Because oh, it wasn't whatever here at the carpool we are all about keeping mealtime convenient which is why we are huge fans of HelloFresh. with HelloFresh, you get farm fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make your home cooking easy fun and affordable it's america's number one meal kit for a reason HelloFresh takes the stress out of mealtime by delivering fresh ingredients and easy recipes right to your door this fall skip that extra trip to the grocery store and have dinner ready in no time. Choose from a variety of new recipes every week curated by chefs and get out of your dinner rut by trying recipes you've never even thought of before. HelloFresh is more than just dinners. You can also stock your fridge with easy breakfast, quick lunches, and fresh snacks. You can find these items in the HelloFresh market. Right now, HelloFresh is offering Carpool listeners a fantastic deal to get started. Ditch the drive through with HelloFresh and go to HelloFresh.com slash 50carpool and use code 50 carpool for 50% off plus 15% off the next two months. That's HelloFresh.com slash 50carpool and use code 50carpool for 50% off plus 15% off the next two months. This episode is brought to you by Skinny Pop Popcorn. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious. Oh, so light and crunchy. Skinny Pop Original Popcorn is the snack you've been searching for. Made with just three simple ingredients, popcorn kernels, sunflower oil, and salt. Snacking never felt or tasted so good. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious. Give yourself permission to snack and pick up Skinny Pop Original Popcorn today. Um, I feel like we really talked about this episode in the beginning and it's kind of falling a little flat. No, I just felt like I had so much to say and then I said it all. But I can we do some advice? Because I did see some yeah, questions. That's totally fine. Elizabeth. I did see some questions come through, and I actually think this is a really good one for you. Okay. Hi, Kelly and Liz, but mostly Kelly in this case. I have a unique issue. I'm 27 years old and engaged. I have a problem that I thought was unique until the last episode of the carpool. This came out on August. Does she look markers? My fiance and I won't be living together until after the wedding in December. I'm all about transparency and my fiance and I are extremely open with each other. Well, except for the fact that I sleep with a teddy bear every single night I've had since I was a baby. It's a little bit bigger than a -a Build-A-Bear. How do I approach this with my fiance slash hubby? Do I just whip it out on the honeymoon? Can I take it on the honeymoon? Is that weird? It sounds weird. I know he'll be very sweet about it, but I'm overthinking it. What 27 corporate America woman whips out her teddy bear? Teddy, bear, not clothing on her honeymoon. Kelly, I'd love to hear about how you approached it with your blankie. (laughs) Thanks, ladies, Jen. (laughs) So Kelly sleeps with her. Shut up, Elizabeth. (laughs) You clearly talked about it on an episode. I know, but like, I think I like brushed it under the rug. Like I wasn't expecting to like tell you how, like where it was on my wedding night. Like, are you kidding? Um, yeah, I sleep with my blanket. Come for me. Whatever. So my Aunt Madeline made it. What, do you hate her? What? <laughs> <laughs> Kelly, this is open space. May no she rest one, in peace. No one is being defensive. How should Jen handle her teddy bear? She hasn't told him yet. So should she tell him before? I, Jen, I would not bring it on the honeymoon. I wouldn't do that. Um, he does not need to travel, you know, overseas to Mexico. Like, leave him, leave him back. Well, you don't go overseas to Mexico, but you but. know what I mean. Um, I would not say anything <laughs> and just see if he notices. Yes, I don't think he 
<laughs> I don't think he will notice. Or if he does, he won't he won't notice enough to care or say anything. I wouldn't make it like a big deal. I wouldn't be no. like, I have to tell you something. No, I would not make it a big deal. I would just, I'm telling you, and I don't know like where you keep yours, like mine, like I'm a lady about it. Like it goes underneath my pillow during the day. Like it's <laughs> not like, like, you know, if it has to go on the ground, it goes on the ground. Like, I mean, I'm not like, I'm not weird about it. And that's not even... You'll be happy to know I didn't even pack it to this is the most embarrassing moment of my life right now. What over this moment right now? <laughs> I want you to know that I don't need to have my blankie, my DD is what it's called. DD. <laughs> I don't need to have that. I just like to have like something on my like on my face. Like Oh, okay. So you but that's like your comfort thing that you put on your face. I put a pillow for my face. No, so like for Detroit, I just brought like a, a clean sweatshirt and I like bundle it up and like put it under my head. Like okay. it doesn't like I could honestly and you know what maybe I will. I could get rid of DD tomorrow. I really Aww. I I really I but also why? No, no one's asking me to, so why would I? But like I really could. Yeah. I just have to like I can't just sleep flat on a pillow. I have to like sleep with something like this. <laughs> like this. Do you see what I'm doing? Yeah, I can see what you're doing. So, so to answer your question, I would not say a thing, and I would try to not bring on your honeymoon. But I also like, I did. You brought it on I your think honeymoon. So. I think so. I think so. I don't remember. Oh my god. I wouldn't worry about it, but I, I, I'm with the, like, don't make a thing of it. Just like, yeah, know. like don't sit down. Like don't because here's the other thing too is it's like he might not know that that's weird. No. <laughs> You, like do you know what i mean like if you if you guys no, have been dating for so a long time right. like if he has he's he, obviously if you tell he might think all girls do he it. might think all girls do it it's like he might not know yeah what does he know he's an and, idiot yeah, yeah he's not an idiot yeah. <laughs> like, um so i just and I just also like, yeah and whatever. also a lot i think a lot of people do well let's move on because i don't think anyone could possibly relate to this oh okay. should, should we find another advice yeah okay Okay, this is another one. And this is a good segue into industry news. Okay. This says industry news-ish. And it's from Jen, obviously. Hey, Kelly and Liz. When I was doing my morning Facebook scroll, I saw where two teachers who were named Teachers of the Year by a local school were given a car by a local dealership. However, the two teachers have to share the car only for this school year. I think the gesture is nice, but logistically, it doesn't make much sense. How will they share it? One teacher gets it for one semester and the second teacher for the next. And what do they do with their cars they already own? They can't sell them because they'll need them again next school year. Not to mention there's a huge logo on the side of the car, which is kind of cringe to me. Seems like maybe could have gifted them a new set of tires or years worth of oil changes or something like that. Anyway, I just wanted to share. And like literally, so we're not going to like read the school and everything, but it says Friday night they presented teachers with these two teachers with a with sorry two teachers of the year with a car. Mrs. So and so and Mrs. So and so will share the car. How does this work, Elizabeth? Um we'll share this 2022 oh, it was a used car. Nissan Armada for the year. Uh <laughs> Thank you to the dealership for the generous gift. We're so thankful for your support and partnership. Uh, does another it feel big, like a gift if you have to take it back? Another big congratulations to our teachers of the year. Um, that's moronic. They have to share it and like, and like, and like, look at here's what their families like. They had they got a bunch of kids, and like, so you get press cars all the time. Your driveway looks like a used car lot. I would not have the space. In my drive, I would not have, I don't have, the, I would not have the room 
anywhere near my house to keep this vehicle. I know. So I don't know what you're supposed to do with that. Also, it's a... Did anyone ask for that? No, I'm with the girly. Like, let's get them like a... I guess like the only benefit is like you don't have to put miles on your car. Yeah, because you already have a car. I'd love to know how they're doing that like legally. Like what the vibes are for the dealership. I don't know. I think that is... I agree with the girl that they should do... If they want something car related, like free tires or oil changes. Or car or details. Car details or something like that. I know that seems weird. But people love the big ta-da of a car. They wanted the big ta-da, but... And it says it put has like a decals car, on it. Put the car wash subscription service on a giant check or something for mm. the photo. Ugh. Car wash subscription service. That would be a good one. That would be a good one. Um, it is on my bucket ridiculous. list to give away a car. The logistics of giving away a car are much more difficult than you would like no, them to No, you be. guys have no idea. We have tried. I have spent a lot, actually more time than you would think on how I could like fundraise like for a car. And there, it's very complicated. I will figure it out. It is on my vision board. It's just, I. it's not as easy as just like doing like. So what are some steps that makes it difficult? Well, one is the selection of the person is difficult. Right. And, you know, when you're talking about giving away a car, um, it's one of those things where it needs to be somebody I, I don't like I'm not what I'm not going to do is like who wants to win a car enter because like I'm not going to do that. Mm-hmm. I don't want to. I, so I tried to partner with this. I'm going to I tried slash I will partner with a charity to like help mothers find reliable transportation. And they brought up the point of like the problem is there's so many people who are not. Who are so on the line between like, you know making it and like being mm-hmm. being in the shelter basically that owning a it's owning a car means can you afford the gas mm-hmm. can you afford the insurance do you mm-hmm. have your driver's license mm-hmm. are you even insurable mm-hmm. do you have a place to park the vehicle and you know there's obviously things that's like okay yeah we'll do a year of gas cards like okay yeah maybe i could cover the maintenance but it's still the then the liability mm-hmm. of okay if i give someone a car and then they get in an accident and they hurt somebody like what what does that do because yeah. are they even insured so there's i'm working on it and i will figure it out because people do it all the time I mean, they just gave i mean this dealership just gave away an armada for a year yeah and then it's and then it's what car do you give away because it's like do you give a brand new car away and do we raise like fifty thousand dollars do we just raise a fifteen thousand dollar car mm-hmm. but then like what if that fifteen thousand dollar car you know needs a new transmission yeah. or, or something goes wrong with her like they can't afford the maintenance or the repairs then mm-hmm. like so Okay, so then let's do a car with a warranty. Okay, well, then how long is the warranty? So there's just like there's a, a lot. And then taxes. And then I have to pay the sales tax and then I have to pay the personal property tax. So, yeah. It's there's a, little, a lot. It's more. a little more complicated it's than It's not you just think. handing the keys over. No, but I will figure it out mm-hmm. because I'm, it's on my vision board. Okay. Well, if I know one thing about you, Kel, is that you will get some things done that you say you're going yeah, to. Yeah, maybe like a lease. Like you could just have someone lease for three years because that's a little less complicated. Yeah. Okay. But we'll I'll let you guys what? know because if we're doing it, we're all doing it and we're fundraising. Okay. And Liz is going to shave her head what? to raise money. Why would I do that? To raise money. I don't think anyone wants to see me shave my head. Maybe dye it blue. Why don't you do that? Because I got to like go on the news and like give <laughs> No, I don't think anyone's requesting me to do that. <laughs> okay. Are you ready for what do you want? Industry news or we got, now we have to kind of go. Do you want industry news or ditch the drive through first? Let's do industry news. Okay, now it's time for industry news where I spill the hot tea going on in the auto industry. And you guys, we finally have something. <laughs> no more like, let's tell you what color the 
most popular cars by state. No, there's actually drama in the yeah. auto industry. And I'm I'm not excited about it, but I'm excited to talk about it with okay. you. Do you know anything about it? The strike. Yeah. People are striking. The UAW strike. It's with the big three. The big three, which to review is Stellantis, a.k.a. Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, mm-hmm. Ford and General Motors. Mm-hmm. The big three. And the people are striking. They did not meet the demands. They did not. So there's a there's a union called the U. A.W., the United Auto Workers, and they're basically, to my understanding, no one, to my understanding, they're people who, like, are building the cars, like, working in the factories, okay? And since they're union, they are under a contract, and they mm-hmm. there was, like, talks that, hey, we don't like our terms, like, we here's, here's what we want. Yeah. What they requested was a 32-hour work week, but getting paid for 40. Mm-hmm. 40% pay increase. Mm-hmm. And I don't have all the minutia and the nitty gritty of this, but they wanted a lot of their previous benefits back around things like, I think like healthcare and retirement that were taken away in 2008, 2009. Okay. When the government had to bail out the big three. Okay. So I think at first you're like, whoa. Like, so anyway, so September 14th rolled around, their contract expired. No one met their demands. Now we're striking. Yeah. Now, the strike is a very... The union and the strike is very organized. Like, I... When I and I've learned so much about this, like, just over the past couple of days. When I was in Detroit, like, people were striking on the street. Like, it was kind of crazy. But it's not just a bunch of people with picket fences. Like, it is organized by this union. And this union, the UAW union, has this president who, like, he's knowing... He's speaking and saying all the demands and doing all the things. Now, let me give you some stats. So as far as their demands are concerned, 40% increase seems like a huge 32-hour work week. You're like, oh my gosh, what the heck? I'm not really exactly sure where I'm landing because I think a big point that that the union's trying to make is, well, all their CEOs got a 40% increase over the last three years. Mm, okay. And in the last, here I have, I have a couple of like stats and some screenshots. Um... The, the big three CEOs saw their pay increase by 40% over the last four years, while our pay only went up 6%. Okay. And then, so whatever, they want to get paid more. Well, let's get back to that. And now there's all of this, like, there's all these terms that, again, are a little bit more complicated than, like, what I'm going to find. I, I'm, like, trying to piece it together on a CNN Forbes Fortune article. But in 2008, 2009, like, when the economy went horrid, the government had to bail out the big three mm-hmm. and everyone's like, Oh my gosh, like the auto industry, like we're really struggling. Like all these factories closed. So the union workers made some concessions and I guess took away some of like their union benefits mm-hmm. to get everyone back on their feet. Yeah, yeah. The feet are back. Yeah. I think, yeah. The feet are back. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think I, again, not knowing a ton about it, they should have gotten those benefits back hundred percent. I don't think it's probably feasible for everyone to get a 40% pay increase because probably so many people, but I do think it's a really bad look that your CEOs got a 40% increase. I think that was the mistake that was made. So I do agree. I do agree. Here's some more things I want to read. Okay. The CEO of the company that makes Jeeps and Chevys both saw their pay double from 12 million in 2020 to 23 million in 2022. That's what they make in a year. Yeah. They make 23, their salary is $23 million a year. Yeah. But here's why. So that's insane. But here's just remember. Who needs that much money? I don't know. Okay. I didn't know. I don't even know. 
but here's why that's that's almost like a hard thing to basically if if 20 okay take away let's look at what's jim farley the ford ceo what is his pay 21 million dollars 21 million dollars for 130,000 um workers doesn't go very far yeah so that's my point that's why like everyone getting a 40 percent pay increase i don't think that would be fee i don't think that's feasible i don't think they would have enough money to do that right so but i also don't know so here's where we're at so they're striking trying to think if there's anything else i wanted to read on this page so they're striking and the offers so but here's how they're striking see this is interesting they're not striking like all at once and one for all they're doing a little differently so they're only currently striking three plants okay one of each okay and again we're recording this on saturday night things like things are literally changing by the hour so bear with us so they not all 130,000 workers have stepped out but only a few and they're doing this to kind of like draw it out a little bit and to um make it go on for longer because the union here and here's what i'm trying to tell you here's why it's very organized this is an article from fortune here's why the it says the union has an 825 million dollar strike fund what i I don't know how unions I, i don't know how they have that but it would be depleted in just under three months if 146 workers were to walk out because they're paying because them? they're paying that yeah okay so that's why only about third so this is again it says about thirteen thousand auto workers have walked off the job at three targeted factories after their union leaders couldn't reach a deal with detroit's automakers so they're trying to do this so that they can do it for longer the oh okay so do a few at a time yeah so they're also, as far as like their 40% pay increase, they're not asking for 40% tomorrow. They're asking for 40% over their next contract. Okay. Also wanted to make sure I said that. Okay. So here's what everyone's offered. And you want to hear this? Yeah. Everyone's offered 20% and the union said no. Um, they said they're not even going to talk to you. Well, see, I just feel like they got themselves in a pickle. I don't know enough. I don't know enough about... And so then the big three was like, no, we can't pay you 40% because we're about to spend a ton of money on all these factories to put all these batteries for all these electric vehicles. And it always comes back to the dang electric vehicles. Yeah. Oh, my God. Which seems kind of legit, kind of not legit. I don't I don't know if it's legit or not, honestly. So we just, yeah. We just, so here's what that means for you, though, and the people listening. Here's why it's important. Um, inventories could dry up. And if inventory dries up, prices are going to be very, very high. Oh, yeah. And so they, the big three, this was an, I was reading this other article and the big three like kind of like knew this was going to happen. So they have been trying to supplement inventory and they've been building cars around the clock. But the problem with that is then they pay all these people overtime pay. So like now they can like strike because like they have a little bit Mm. of extra money in their pocket. Dang. So... They're saying that they're a little bit worried about like consumers like um what's it called when you like buy things because you're scared? Yeah. What's that called? I don't know. Uh impulse buying? No. It's not impulse buying, but well, I know what you're saying. They're scared that consumers are all going to run out and buy because they're scared of what prices are going yeah, to do. Yeah. And I think it's fair. And I think prices probably will go up, especially on those vehicles. And if the problem is if prices go up on those vehicles, then people will go buy other vehicles. 
Mm-hmm. And, and then those prices increases, go, and then yeah. the demand continues to increase. Yeah. Um, or then new people go, then new car buyers then have to go to the used car market. Mm-hmm. And it's just like the whole thing all over again. All over again. So I know it's, it was kind of like weird being in Detroit and they're like, look at the new Acadia. And it's like, what about the strike? Like who's going to be building these cars? Yeah. You know what Yikes. I mean? Okay. Well, I hope that, I hope that it all gets figured out. And, Again, we are 100% speculating on not a ton of information. No, I was a ton of it. I've been no, waiting. I know. But like, I feel like I don't know. We don't know all the nuance. Like, I don't know who's right. And I don't know who's wrong. And I can't say that the CEOs are evil. And I also can't say that the workers are justified. Well, I don't no, know. We, we need to we need to negotiate. We need to negotiate. Yeah. You always start high to then come down. But we will keep an eye on it. I think that the the union workers say if you pay this 40%, you would still have a, a ton of extra money. And other people just are saying no. And I think they're probably... But that that then I don't understand the the 32-hour a work week thing. Yeah. I don't get that. But I do think they should probably give back all the benefits that they had. 100%. I don't know. And then it's like, I'm not trying to get political. I don't know. I don't know enough about it. I don't know what a factory worker to build a car should make. I don't know if they're underpaid or overpaid. I certainly don't know what the CEO of a company should and make. And that's what I mean by I'm we gonna don't know say the that, I'm going to say they're being paid too much. I would say $23 million is too much for, for anyone to make in a year. Personally. Well, it just seems like, what are you going to do? You're, also, what aren't are you, you gonna, working all the time? How are you going to spend all that money? What are you going to do with it all? Okay, ready for our next segment? Let's get out of this, like, strikey vibes. Yes, let's do it. Okay, can we do Musk moments really quick? Sure. Because you good. gave me, what is Musk moments again? Like a good quote you heard? It's like or advice. It's yeah. It's like a good, like either like good quote, something inspiring, good whether that be like personal or like business. Okay. I have one. You told me this the oh, other day. Uh, this is a good one. Do you want to say it? Um. Yeah, I think. I, well, no, oh, I've talked a lot. You go ahead. Okay. So Kelly actually, Kelly told me this one the other day because someone told it to me because someone told it her, and it has to do with really just relationships in general yeah. with your family, with your husband, with your friend, with anyone. Sometimes, thank you goes further than i love you yep and i think that just screams so hard to the mothers of the world because sometimes all you want to hear is thank you for doing that yep thank you for getting up with our child in the middle of the night thank you for you know taking that feeding thank you for do thank you for staying home so i can go do this and sometimes that will warm your heart so much more than i love you yeah and it's like no i know (laughs) no i love that and you just want to feel appreciated you do want to and it's funny i went out to it was after the auto show and i had gone out to the garage and i was recording tyler and i was like tyler like thank you so much for killing it i just like wanted to give him a little moment because Mm -hmm. he did work his butt off for the auto show yeah and someone commented and was like i love that you're thanking him the best marriage advice i ever got was that piece of advice and then i like didn't tell him that obviously but i started doing it mm-hmm. and just like the difference it made and then i yeah. and after i had done it for like t- two days then i told him and he was like you're so right he's like yeah. that's that's a good one it is a good one let's make that the new default instead of don't go to bed angry that's the I, that's stupid advice first of all don't Say fight thank t- you. don't fight tired is my advice don't fight hard that's <laughs> a good one so yeah so i think that as a mom, like I would love to, I, I would love to hear that. Um, and I think we all would, but also there's the other side of it where thank you for getting up 
and going to work for our family. Thank you for going. Thank you for picking this up from the grocery. Thank you for doing this. Thank you for going yeah. out of your way we to do this. We could just all say thank you. We could all. Who doesn't? Who doesn't want to be appreciated? And not just your spouse or your partner. Like we could just all say thank you. A little bit more. A little bit more. And that was Musk moments on the Carpool Podcast. <laughs> now it is time for. Uh, <sighs> Ditch the drive-thru, where we give you an easy dinner recipe to mix it up to get you out of your dinner rut. And today's recipe is... Is brought to you by Kelly. And I just made it. And it's a sloppy joe. Dang. I just want to go on a sloppy joe tangent. Yeah. What's the stigma about? Sloppy joe needs a rebrand. And we're here to do it. you know what the problem with sloppy joe is? The name. It's called sloppy joe. And it's just because here's what. Oh, gross. I'm like, it's ground. And guys, I'm part of the problem prior. I'm part of the problem. And like we were talking about hot lunches when they had sloppy joes. I would never get that. That's no, because you're like sloppy joes. Like it, it is a food they would show in cartoons that is slop being yeah. put on your plate. It's just ground beef. Sloppy joes are fantastic. They're fantastic, Elizabeth. Yeah. So I i'm kind of trying to do like a fridge slash pantry clean out like we just have, you know you know how it goes when it's just yeah. it's not even that i have so much food i just have stuff that i need that, that i want to use up it feels good so we had some ground beef and i had some crescent rolls and i was like you know what i don't want to do tacos because i always do tacos what else can i do and i'm still inspired to brown 15 pounds of ground beef like my sister-in-law does so maybe i'll get around to that eventually this i could also make these with them so i said you know i'm gonna make sloppy joes it just came to me God just plopped it in my head. I Googled a quick recipe, calls for some tomato paste, a little ketchup, a little Worcestershire, brown sugar, made it. Sounds great. I added a bell pepper and an onion because vegetables. Yeah. And then I did end up adding a little bit of soy sauce and a little bit of barbecue sauce just to kind of like round it out. Yeah. I just wanted to feel like a chef. But I think the barbecue sauce definitely helped make it a little sweeter. Then we made our taco. We did the taco ring version, but a sloppy Joe version. Yeah, that was a good idea to do a taco ring version. I know. George looked at me. He goes, Mom, can you pack this in my lunch? So, yeah. So you're the best mom. So we have to rebrand the name because I think that's where people are hung up. It needs a rebrand and we've done it once. We can do it again. Like what? What what, what did we do before? Not us, but like the girlies. Like we've rebranded eating just like Ritz crackers as girl dinner. Oh, and we've also like taken, I mean, anchovies, cottage cottage cheese. cheese. Like we've rebranded all the things. So like, how are we going to rebrand Sloppy Joe's? Well, here's what, here's what's, here's, I have two points I want to make. Okay. First of all, let's go back to the Mississippi roast and look at her as our like, um, what's the word? Our test. Example. Our example. Sure. What did Mississippi ever do? Because that's doing such good PR for the state of Mississippi. Are you telling me you Googled where Sloppy Joe was originated? No, 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 no. I did. Oh, did you? (laughs) I also thought about the Mississippi Roast. Did you really? I thought about the Mississippi Roast. I thought about... Because who is she? I thought about Texas Sheet Cake. I thought about like these things that you throw a state. So the Sloppy Joe... I looked up where the Sloppy Joe originated to try and work on this rebrand. Originated in Iowa. I I it it's giving Midwest. So I was thinking like I was thinking Missouri meat ring, but that's what Missouri I, meat ring. Kelly, absolutely not slop. They're better staying with well, sloppy joe. I think that we need to. Okay, that's fine. How about an Iowa slinger? <laughs> that's what I came up with. I wrote that down in my notes. An Iowa slinger. Sit Elizabeth, it. it's perfect. <laughs> it's perfect. 
So anyway, you made Iowa slingers. Oh my gosh, Elizabeth, that is the funniest thing you've ever said to me. And I, I was trying to try to put Missouri on the map with it, but you're right. Well, you had me with Missouri. You lost me with meat ring. <laughs> well, I was just trying to be funny. I knew that wasn't gonna, but that's that's what a it Missouri is. mashup. Uh, you know what? We'll save that for something <laughs> else. An Iowa slinger. I'm literally calling it that. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I'm calling it that. <laughs> Iowa slinger. In Iowa, you're welcome. So anyway, if you live in Iowa, <laughs> it's your time to show up and shout out in the review section. Oh, perfect. Just the whole state of Iowa. Yeah. If you're from Iowa, head to our review section. Let us know if you feel like your state was not properly um, presenting itself by calling Sloppy Joe Sloppy Joes. And if you like the term Iowa slinger better. I did have a few people in my DMs say... We call them sloppy Janes, which definitely helps. Yeah. But not. But it was, it wasn't, I could call it an Iowa Joe when I'm not as offended by it. It's the sloppy. And it's not that much slop. It's not sloppier than a taco. Yeah. So why is it so sloppy or to you? if you're going to say sloppy, say like messy or yeah, something. Yeah, messy's so much cuter. A messy, a messy Martha. <laughs> no, it's an Iowa. It's an I- Iowa, I- Iowa slinger. <laughs> I don't even know what a slinger is. It just came to me. <laughs> I'm taking it. You got to make him, Elizabeth. I think Maddie would love it. Oh, he And would. you know what I did? Because I'm just like, you know, a girl trying to elevate my life. I did a sweet potato on the side. And I didn't eat the sweet potato because the, sli- the, the crescent rolls were so good. Yeah. But the point was, you next tried. time I could. Yeah. If you sure. wanted to be healthier. <gasps> I bet. Iowa slinger meat <laughs> on top of a sweet potato. That's why I made it, Elizabeth. Oh, I thought you said like on the side no, 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 with no. your crust. I made a sweet potato. I put a sweet potato in the oven and I was like, oh, I'll just take my sloppy Joe mix, my Iowa slinger mix yeah. and put it on top of a sweet potato. But then the crescent roll was, was too good. Well, and that's on, all, and that's on Pillsbury. Pillsbury. <laughs> Pillsbury. That's on Pillsbury. 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 So good. Here's a light. Here's another Musk moment. The good advice for you to take home with you. Always eat the crescent roll. Never turn down the crescent roll. Never turn down the crescent roll. And always have some in your fridge because the way, got a hot dog, wrap it in a crescent roll. Got lunch meat, wrap it in a crescent roll. Need a sweet treat, crescent roll with some cinnamon sugar. Mm -hmm. Or chocolate chips. Or marshmallows. Or Iowa Slinger. (laughs) Or an Iowa Slinger. And that, with that, that is our episode. So thank you so much for listening to the Carpool Podcast. We will talk to you next time. Gosh, this episode turned around. Thank you for listening to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz. Make sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode. And if you enjoyed riding with us, tell everybody you know. There's room in the car for everyone.